Back to the crossover podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports and you get The Bachelor. And we're going to be talking about the latest episode of The Bachelor. Uh, Craig Needles is here. How's it going, Craig? Going very well. How are you, Pierce? Also with us today is Jess Brady. We loved her so much. She's going to come back and, and talk Bachelor for at least one more week. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? And thanks for having me back. Yeah, no problem. We had It was great having you last week, and we're happy to have you back again. Um, not a great episode. <laughs> no, not my favorite. Not no. my favorite. Yeah. And I have a few theories as to why in a few minutes, but I want to hear what you have to say first. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, it, besides the fact that there were like production-wise, there was a lot of terrible editing in this episode. I thought it was it was it was incredibly disjointed, which is strange for The Bachelor because they're usually yep. very on point yeah. with their editing and and transitioning from scene to scene. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, other than that, it just—it—it it, it was just a bad episode. Like the ladies were acting weird. Nick was dressed like Zach Morris the entire time and was also <laughs> acting weird. And and yeah, it's just a strange episode. I I, th- I it was strange to say. I think everybody took a loss this week, especially yeah. Nick. Nick. Nick's stock really went down for me this week. I just—it yeah. was one of those episodes where it was almost like a bloodbath. It was like, my God, who's next? A horror film gone wrong, where you don't know which character is going to get killed off. I mean, how many people did we lose between the rose ceremony and then the three ladies that were actually sent home? Right, like a yeah, ton of people six, are gone. Six total, I think, left. Yikes! Like that is, and a lot of those dates that was not expected. The last two on one, uh, with it was Whitney and Danielle L. Right, that were sent home, both of them, and yeah. like, yikes. That's uncommon for that much carnage on an episode. So, Craig, what were some of your theories for why this was a particularly bad episode? Well, a few things. You mentioned some of the editing stuff. I thought that the, the volleyball date was weirdly edited. And I think that something happened on the volleyball date that we're not aware of. Yeah, that we're not allowed to see. I, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Something happened and we didn't get to see what it was. Good theory. And, and, and because it just seemed like... You know, I, I've never seen a bachelor date with that level of just like blaseness and no one cares. Like, were, were, were they mad at Corinne about, or more mad at Corinne than they let on? Probably not. If it was Corinne related, they would have shown it to us. Like, something went on that they were not pleased about. Mm-hmm. And that kind of wrecked the volleyball date. And I just, it just wasn't fun to watch or interesting. It was just weird. Like, and they did the editing thing before the break. Like, oh, okay, here's Jasmine pushing over Corinne while they play volleyball. Okay, great. Uh, it looked yeah. like it was going to be some sort of physical confrontation, but it wasn't that at all. Like, everyone's having a good time. And I'm like, come on. Um, and the other theory I have on why this might have been a bad episode is I know that we had some disagreement over whether Corinne is LeBron James or Odell Beckham. But let's say for a second she's Odell Beckham, and you're really excited to go watch her play football this week. And you're like, oh, man, they threw it to her twice the whole game. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's how I felt. Like, we didn't have nearly enough Corinne. We'll talk about Lorna in a few minutes, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, we, we got so little Corinne that they shoehorned in that. I, 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 like, would you say it was slightly offensive, not offensive, or extremely offensive? Because I lean towards extremely offensive, that, that yeah. Corinne and Laura stuff. Like, that was a little too driving, yeah. Miss, driving Miss Daisy for me. Like, that, that was... 
Awesome. Yeah, they didn't have to do that. Yeah. And I understand why they did it because they wanted to like make a, like they they wanted Corinne to make a Raquel joke obviously. Like that yeah. I, I get what the the point was. Oh, Corinne is a nanny. Ha ha ha. She's so spoiled. I understand where they were going with it, but yeah, it was uh it was ham-fistedly handled to say the least. Yeah. And it, it felt like that woman I like I I feel like Lorna was was might have been an actress too. Like I didn't feel like that was an actual person that they sent up to be like Oh yeah, I, I hope this I hope for place. her sake that she was an actress. I hope for her sake she worked there for one day and did all that stuff for Corinne, then got to quit and she got paid a lot of money. I yeah. really I hope, also hope so because if I had to take care of all those girls, especially Corinne, if even she was just my one charge, I would not be that chipper. I would not be. No. No. <laughs> Oh. No. When she like hung over the balcony and she was like, my dress has wrinkles. Can you come help me? I was like, oh my God, run a hot shower, stick the dress on a hanger, let the steam do the work. You yeah. know, don't bother poor Lorna with this. She's got enough to do. She's got to make your lobster dip or whatever the heck it was, crab or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Was, I just, oh, she just comes across as, as so infantile and in, in so many ways. And it, it really bothers me. And I know, as we've said, editing, but it just, I'm like, girl, come on. Fed Here's the thing. Up a little bit. Make your own cheese pasta. Yeah. Here's the thing with editing is it doesn't matter how evil you want to make someone look with editing. If they don't lean over the stairs and say, my dress is wrinkly. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You can't just like fabricate that clip out yeah, of nowhere. That was like exactly. Disney stepsister level of, of yeah. spoiled, rotten personness is what it was. Yes, that's a perfect example. Perfect example. No, it's true. Um, just to quickly back to the uh, volleyball game for yes. a second. I think that this was, you know, this is reality TV. Guess what? That volleyball game was actual reality because these group dates got to be awkward. And that was real life awkward that we saw. Mm-hmm. Well, you, like, and we're talking about editing. Well, sometimes you just can't cover over that sort of thing. And I think that it's uh, a little bit nice to see the reality of the situation because so many people on that show are just like, you know, yeah, I'm here for love. And constantly, like, I'll, I'll watch the show with my boyfriend. And he's like, how? How are you thinking that this is a good situation? And I think in this episode, we really saw people maybe showing that they understand that this is not an ideal situation. It's like, how are you supposed to get to know someone when there are six other women on this date? And I felt really bad for Jasmine, especially because <laughs> this this lady is a powerhouse and she knows her worth. And you wonder why she, being the type of person that she is, would go onto a show like this where you're competing for someone's attention when clearly she does not need to compete. She is, she is the catch in and of herself. A little bit tipsy at the end, a little bit aggressive with the choking comments. I thought choke was the appropriate word with her performance. What's yeah. That? yeah. The choke I... was the appropriate word with the performance. Yeah, yeah that, that's not a good thing. We don't advocate for domestic violence at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, you, all of these girls deserve to be treated properly, but you're on this show and it's, they're right to be questioning Nick's motives because who does this four times in a row to quote unquote find love? And I mean, as much as it's entertaining, it's like, well, wh- what are we, what are we really doing here? So I think the reality of that volleyball game, that's reality, reality TV people. Hmm. I, yeah, I, I, I... I agree with that. Yeah, I, I completely agree with everything you said. But at a certain point, this is the game you signed up for, though, right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. So, so at a, like, if you're Jasmine G, I feel like, like you, you're probably the most athletic of the six girls that were there. You at yeah. least it looked like her and Rachel were the most athletic. So, mm-hmm. if you really want to get your time with Nick, then you gotta 
you, you got to start making some digs and spiking some volleyballs and, and maybe okay. taking a couple people out. And you got to get your time with Nick, right? Like, you, you, yeah. you got to go earn that. And, like, the sporting competition is really – like, like I would want that. I mentioned I also uh, – in an earlier episode uh, when they went on the firm date that that is something that <laughs> I would want to see in the ladies do because I would want to see which ladies were going to roll up their sleeves and do it and, or, yeah. and which ones were going to back out. Um, sporting events is another good one because – People display their real personalities in in organized sporting events. Like I, I I know Craig is, but Jess, do you happen to be part of a softball league or anything of that ilk? Uh, not currently, but I used <laughs> to do um a summer volleyball actually, okay. funnily enough. Um, <laughs> a couple of years ago, I was part of a team, and I think you're absolutely right. That mm-hmm. competitive streak that some people have really comes out, and it does it does show how people are at their basic level, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, I can definitely appreciate what you're saying about that. Yeah, because like it, you, everybody just shows their true personality, like because everybody knows that one guy in the softball league who takes it yeah. too seriously and is willing to spike slide people in a, you know, friendly beer league and whatnot, right? And that's that guy, yeah. you know, being that guy and showing his particular colors, right? And, and you know, and I think that was that was the intention of this volleyball game, but it, it just, <laughs> they did not reach that whatsoever. No, it was completely different from the time that they were doing the Olympic-esque track events right mm-hmm. when the, yes. I think that was when they were in his hometown where that was really funny at the end when they had the race towards the ring on the on the stand and the ring fell and it shattered but <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah, was it was really funny because that was a testament to how intense it was and how how the girls were really into it right so if you compare the two athletic events which is a common thing that they do on bachelor for the very reasons that you said uh pierce that they want to kind of bring out those natural um those natural reactions and and basic tendencies but yeah like it's you compare those two they had a lot more fun doing the track stuff than they did volleyball and they were in st thomas for crying out loud Mm -hmm. that's beautiful setting you know not a track field come on although that beach thing that they were on looked really cheap to me like the oh yeah yeah i don't know like it it seemed like this weird squared offset and then the weather seemed to reflect the mood a little bit because it got Mm. really dark and shitty looking so pathetic fallacy yo Yeah, yeah yeah Not not good. I mean, the, I mean, I, I agree with Craig that I th- I think something happened in that volleyball because like there's other than that like if it wasn't that then everybody was just having like w- was just way too drunk and was having extreme reactions to everything that was going on because it it honestly seemed like all the girls just turned on Nick at, at oh, the yeah. top of the hat it, which to me and even the level headed ones yeah exactly like yeah. Rachel and Vanessa right were like. Mm yeah about ready to to kick rocks right it honestly seems like the women like each other way Mm -hmm. more than they like nick and and at a certain (laughs) point they're just like no i like these women more than i like you so yeah yeah and and you know i think that also kind of speaks to the concerns over his real motives is nick here for the right reasons because (laughs) at the end of the episode when he went into their room in tears talking about how he has doubts now about the process and Mm -hmm. yada 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 they were just kind of looking at each other like holy moly you know like they're leaning on each other for support and he's off wandering the halls of the hotel going out front getting some fresh air but yeah i mean that's gotta put them ill at ease and the previews for next week 
think, again, editing, you know, it looks like it's a very tense time in St. Thomas for the ladies and also for Nick. So it's, I think that only leads them to be more uncertain about their role there because if he's questioning the whole thing and how are they supposed to commit and, and try and give themselves over like their emotions to this person who doesn't even know if he wants to be there anymore. Like it's, it's, it's dicey. It's uncomfortable. And I think that's what next week is going to be. The word of next week is uncomfortable. Yeah, certainly. And I, well, we'll talk about this in a few minutes, obviously, but the, the ruthless efficiency in which he was getting rid of people this Ooh, week that yeah. may have also awkward, uh, added to the awkwardness. Yeah. Yeah. The only, um, just, the only thing he was missing was a chainsaw, right? He just needed, <laughs> at one point, they just needed a chainsaw sound effect. It was just ringing. Oh, man. Yeah. It was bad. And can we talk about his face, the expression on his face yeah. when Danielle was talking I'm, to him? I'm, I'm, oh. glad, I'm glad oh. you brought this up. Nick Vial oh. would be the absolute worst poker player that you have <laughs> ever seen in your entire life because that man cannot hide his tr- like he just can't hide his true emotions on his face like when he no. was sitting there with I mean because like we have to mention the Jasmine G we have to talk about the Jasmine G meltdown and go a little yeah. bit more in depth on that but like yeah. when she was just going on and on and on and he was just sitting there and was just like clearly like oh god I don't want to be here right now at all and, no oh it was bad. Ugh. Very bad. I, f- I felt so bad for Danielle because you like obviously you, you saw the look on his face and you're like, oh no, I know where this is going, mm-hmm. and you didn't know whether he was just gonna not give her a rose or whether he's gonna say like right there and then like, okay, this is this has got to stop. Uh, he did the right thing though by not making her go through a rose ceremony. Yeah, like yeah. you gotta you gotta give him credit to that. Just saying like, all right, you know what, we should just stop this now because I know I know how you feel, I know how I feel. This is not gonna happen. Kudos um, to him. Yeah, did the right thing. I, I think that there should be more just random, you know what, you actually got to go in The Bachelor as opposed to going to the rose ceremony. Um, but yeah, not not just for television purposes, but actually for, for the purposes of Danielle. Like, why make her sit through a rose ceremony and think that she's going to get a rose after she's kind of pours her heart out like that and then just have yeah. it not happen? Like, no, he did the right thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was one of the... one of the stranger finishes of someone's Bachelor situation in a long time. Whereas someone just uh, like, you know, they, they, they pour their heart out like that. And the guy's just like, you know what? I just got to go. This is this, 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 this can't happen. You so ain't got to go home, but you cannot stay here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I, I felt bad for Danielle because she there's no way she knew that was about to happen to her based on the way she was talking. There's just no way. No, she was so into it, too. <laughs> oh, I found a few oh. things interesting about Danielle L this week. One, apparently her nickname in the house is D'Lo. Yeah, because, because Vanessa kept calling her D-Lo a couple of times, which I thought was, I was, again, drives home the point that I think these women like each other more than they like Nick Vial. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the first time that uh, Danielle L was on a one-on-one date without wearing a low-cut shirt, and she got sent home. I don't know if that's a coincidence <laughs> or not. <laughs> just like, I'm just throwing it out there. Um, it, well, because well, I'm just just because. Like I, I, I joke about that, but Nick also, when he was about to kick her to the curb, he had the one line saying where he said to her, uh, you know, when you first stepped out of the limo, you were the most I you were the, the one I was most eager to get to know, which is a polite way of saying you were by far the hottest girl in the house. And I <laughs> hope I was hoping that you were going to express more personality than you did. But oh, unfortunately, that was not the case. Because he asked her, he basically said, like, he flat out asked her, you know, what are the two things you look for in a relationship? And he goes, and I don't want you to say love or trust. And then <laughs> she went, um, love, 
and trust and he was like okay <laughs> like like he loved like if we can use a volleyball uh, a reference which i feel is appropriate he lobbed it up there for her and she just yeah. failed to spike it like if she came yeah. up with any other two words i think he would have been like oh, okay 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 <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but it, it, it just just wasn't there uh, yeah he set it up she did not knock it down mm-hmm. right yeah, it was uh, obviously uh, not a good situation, and 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 having you know, well, yeah, it was just uh, it was oh, not what you want in a uh, in in a bachelor date for poor Danielle L. And I was actually surprised, obviously, by the results of that uh, two on one, and the fact that even it had a two on one. Usually, there's like one two on one per season. I thought that I was surprised. I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna do another one of these. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, um, kind of Nick's way of like like. Like you said, let's speed this up. Yeah, let's exactly. Speed this up. That was him going, let's speed this up without, because he's like, no more cocktail parties. I know who I'm getting rid of, right? And, yeah. Yeah. I still can't believe he pit, like Whitney got to stick around as long as she did, though, because she was so innocuous to me. And <laughs> when he had his last rose, I was like, I know none of the girls are going to win, but keep Alexis, the dolphin girl, around. Cause she yeah, she was fun. Yeah, was fun. And then he said Whitney, and I was like, this guy (laughs) but we're allowed to swear man i would have been doing that a lot earlier (laughs) yes on this show you can (laughs) Um, the the other shows we're on we're not allowed to do that no we're not (laughs) so yeah feel free to cut it loose um yeah here's another thing i got and i want to ask you this jess as as a female um all right because I've seen this happen because Ben did this a lot, too. This was actually, like, Ben's go-to move when he broke up with the ladies. And I'm only two seasons of The Bachelor Deep. Um, after the breakup or or not giving of the rose, whatever you want to call it, to Danielle L., he did the, can I walk you out thing? And she was uh. like, yeah, sure. And I was, like, sitting there thinking, if I'm Danielle L., I'd be like, no, just leave yeah. me with my dignity. And I would, you know, walk out. Head held yes. high, doing the like, don't let him see you cry thing. Right? Yes, like, exactly. But, like, exactly. She was like, she was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> and the women all did that for Ben too, because Ben did that with damn near everybody. And I was, just, <sighs> has anyone ever, like, has any lady ever gone, no, fuck you, or anything like I that? I wish they would. It's, it's I wish I want to see. I feel like there have been times where there has been, because I, I myself am an infrequent viewer. This is the first time I've really committed to a season in, in quite some time. But I feel like there have been chances or instances, let's say, where a bachelor or a bachelorette has been, hey, can I talk to you? Like that moment where they want to talk to them before they ride off into the sunset. Um, and the other person has said, no, it's okay. Like, I'm good. I want to go. I think there's been at least in one one case of that, whether it was a lady who decided to rip the bandaid off and just go, or if it was a gentleman, I'm not sure. But uh, I have respect for that because it's like, you've just basically had your heart trampled on, or, or at least your hopes dashed. Let's, maybe you haven't com- committed your heart fully yet at this point. Um, but yeah, you've, you've just been mortified on national TV. It's I would, I would definitely want to make a quick exit and say, it's been great thanks so much for the experience whatever and just jet off because there is nothing worse than a prolonged goodbye when there's literally nothing else to say and you just want to wallow a little bit in your Versace gown in the car <laughs> like that's all you want to do is then go get a Big Mac you know because <laughs> the girls they're responsible actually for a lot of their own cooking when they're in the mansion funnily well, enough like they're that. responsible for their own everything more or less like I yeah. think the producers give them heads up on like hey you're going to this place maybe dress a little warmer but they do their own yeah. ha- hair makeup yeah, everything wardrobe is... everything 
Yeah. It's true. They supply them with like a week's worth of groceries at mm-hmm. a time, I guess. And they have yeah. like special requests and things like that. But yeah, much of it is, uh, you know, as you say, it's self-serve. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just want to get in, walk myself down to the car in my fancy heels, get in the car and hit the drive through at McDonald's. That's <laughs> what I would want. So it's like, let's not hold up the works here, fella. Let me just go. You don't want me. That's cool. I'll find someone else who does. That's what my theory would be. Because the only one I've seen do anything like that was uh, Kayla in Ben's season last year, if you remember, Craig. She, like, got down to the final three, and then Ben clearly slept with her and then broke up with her the next day. And she got in the, in the truck and then was like, hold on a minute, and then jumped out of the truck and was like, well, then why did you sleep with me, prick? Right? <laughs> like, and, Perfect. Yeah. Go, girl. Yeah. So, which is I know I, I loved Kayla for that. Oh, I was really was hoping that she was going to be the Bachelorette because of that. I think she would have been better than than J Lo or uh, JoJo, not uh, J Lo, because J Lo obviously would be the greatest Bachelorette of all time. Uh, <laughs> Craig, do you she think probably... do you think Christina owns an Ovechkin jersey? Where's she from? Where in the like? She... I know she's from Russia, but like, where in the country does she live? <laughs> I was I just going to <laughs> but I, I'd say there's a good chance. Yeah. I, I, I'll bet she wear, she's got a number eight Washington jersey. I, I don't know where she's from. If she's from the D.C. area, then it's a definite yes. So, Craig, what would you grade Nick's handling of uh, Christina telling him her incredibly sad personal story? I thought he did fine. Like there was nothing that jumped out to me as like, oh man, you shouldn't have said that or you shouldn't have done that. I mm-hmm. thought he just sort of sat and listened, and and obviously that might not have been how it went down in real life, but at least with what they showed, he kind of sat and listened. He was understanding, and 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 from there it was it was pretty good. Yeah, I give yeah. it a solid B. Right. Of course, I don't know exactly what the appropriate response for that particular situation would be because. Yeah, you know, I'm not good at expressing my what do you call them there emotions. I think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> From yeah, the late that... perspective, I would say that he did do a good job. Sorry, Craig, don't mean to to jump okay. in. Okay, no, no, no. I want to hear what you have to say. I'm. I think that he has with the, to the two kind of awkward situations that come to mind. Actually, there's there's another one too. Danielle M. It was mm-hmm. M, right? She's she's the young lady who quite tragically, I believe, found her last partner uh, who had who had overdosed. overdosed I think. Yeah. Right? Yes. So he's dealt with that story. He's talked to um, Christina now. And he also had the Barfgate incident with Vanessa when they went on their one-on-one and the <laughs> yeah. zero gravity thing. So I feel like Nick has shown himself to be pretty good at handling some tricky situations, tricky for different reasons, either emotionally or uh, physically for whatever is going on. Poor Vanessa. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like he does a pretty good job of rolling with the punches that way. And with those emotional situations, like with Christina and Danielle M, really what people want is for you to sit there and listen and to take it in and be in understanding person and and just kind of you know empathize if you will maybe you can't sympathize because you've not been there before but you can you're a human being and you can you can listen and be uh empathetic and and just be that that shoulder to cry on if you will these are obviously um really interesting girls who have who have gone through well, women I should say who have gone through quite a lot in their lives I mean they're they're real people you know they're not they're not just two-dimensional um, characters they're legit people they have lives so it, it's kind of nice to know that he could be a good partner in that way where if something crazy happens you know you can rely on him to hopefully see you through that and and be a support not someone that you can't count on 
Yeah, I think he did a good job. And he also did a good job hearing about Raven's story, about uh, going in and finding her, uh, which is a little not not nearly as tragic, but still, that's, yeah. that's a traumatic thing for someone to go through. Raven, who apparently got the rose this week. Uh, and we didn't even that. see it. Yeah, we didn't even see it. We just, I think it was Vanessa or somebody said, so, you know, like we came back from commercials like, so Raven got the rose. And it was like, <laughs> okay, did I? There's that editing again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it was just weird. Something had to have happened. Like we keep, I, I keep coming back to that, but I, I absolutely agree with Craig that something untoward had to have happened on that, on that. Uh, or just for some date. reason they 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 didn't want to show what it was and they didn't want to even mention or, or allude to what it was. It was just like, okay, I'm not having a fun time. Like, all right, well, you've you've been on group dates with this guy several dozen times. Well, not several dozen times, but several times by now. Mm-hmm. And you made yeah. those, and then this goes so badly. So something was different. Hmm. It's strange. Maybe they lost like a bunch of footage. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, think... Seriously? Like you joke like but maybe that's something that actually did happen. <laughs> that happened to me last week with the show that I was filming. Like there we found know. out later that we lost like a whole episode and a half. So maybe, maybe that's what happened. I don't know. It's true. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's some great, great meltdown of uh, that they just didn't show or even reference because they didn't have the, the tape. You know, who knows? It's possible. Must kill them if that's the case, right? Oh yeah. Oh, I, I, I would I'd have a hard time. I have a hard time being a producer on that show after that. It's like, oh man, I want to put this in the episode. Plus, we don't even have the, the, the footage of Raven getting the rose. We have to just have Vanessa tell everyone. <laughs> we must talk about the Jasmine G. I was just going to ask if we could discuss it. Meltdown. Uh, no, great G. Yeah, you seem eager, Craig. I'm going to let you take point on the Jasmine G meltdown. There, Jasmine made some mistakes, obviously. Mm. However, her frustration, which is everyone gets a one-on-one except for me, and how am I supposed to, you know, be on this show and, and build that connection with you if I don't have that chance? Like, I, I get that. that That's legitimate and real and frustration that, that matters. She just didn't have that outlet the best possible yeah. way. Yeah. When she's talking about choking him, that was not what you want. No. Uh, Several uh, times no. mentioned the word Yeah, yeah. The word just, it's not like she like, flipped up and said it once. She just kept going back and going back. And, and then actually back. physically put her hand yeah. on his neck <laughs> at one point and Don't said, do oh, it. you're no. not into that sexually? And he was like, uh, no. <laughs> oh, God, that was all kinds of uh, awkward. Like, I, like, at one point I turned to my wife and I was like, Jeez, Jasmine, pull up. You're in a nosedive here, girl. (laughs) Yeah. I think you may have sent me a text that that said exactly those words as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, just absolute nosedive. And I think I may have sent Jess a text that said, Jasmine, no! (laughs) (laughs) I think I may have sent one back that said, hashtag choking. (laughs) It's like, girl, don't do it. No! I I think, honestly, it was a combination of frustration and the mood from the afternoon and alcohol absolutely that was my next thought because i mean first of all you may think those things you may say it to the to the confessional cam but to actually say it to him it's like you have to have your inhibitions lowered by something so certainly i'm sure there was a lot of alcohol at play there but i i do feel bad for as we said before it is a legit frustration that you're not getting that one-on-one time but if you are the type of personality where you are strong and you know what you want it's like 
maybe she thought this pro- process was going to be easier, that she would stand out a little sooner and that she wouldn't be, you know, in this position. And so she figures that's why she she went for the show, being more confident going into it, thinking this is going to be a breeze. He's going to love me. And when that doesn't work out, it's like, well, maybe that was the reality check for her yesterday. And I think that's what we saw. The reality yeah. check was out to the car later. <laughs> And yeah, that was definitely the reality check. And our, our friend Richard has something that he often says. He says sun drunk, whereas if you're drinking outside during the day, yeah. you get drunker faster. So perhaps she was in that situation as well. Yeah, that could possible. Yeah, yeah. Sun drunk, which, which is the, uh, you know, offshoot of, you know, the, the wicked cousin of hot tub drunk, which also, right. yeah, get drunk much also faster. Also not good. Um, yeah. Craig, is next week our last week with Corinne? Oh, God, I hope not, but I think it probably <laughs> is. I, and I, mean, I just hope that she goes out in a blaze of glory worthy of what she's been able to put together for us this season. That's what well, I want. Yeah. Um, there was... uh, but I think I think, I think that the, 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 the clock is ticking. Because, like, look, she, he got through at a three this week. So what are we at? Are, are we at a six left we're at down, this point? Is we're down to we're six. I was just going to yeah. ask you, and we, we, can, we can start with Jess, who your final four is now. We have six. Ooh. We have six left, and Christina and Raven both already have roses. Okay. Well, oh, so who, that's... Are, who are we losing? Are we losing one or two next week? Do you think? Oh, I wonder. I, I'm not quite sure of like what to think of it. I think that uh, maybe he'll slow things down, change a pace, not not ask so many people next mm-hmm. week. Um, I'm hoping he maybe only gets rid of one and then they can maybe restore the equilibrium. Who knows? Maybe there'll be so much turmoil next week that there won't be a ceremony because it, it just looks like it's a cluster mm-hmm. uh, given what the preview showed us. I mean, it's bleh. like final four. I predict Vanessa, Rachel, uh, Corinne, and I'll say uh, Raven for the exact mm-hmm. final four. So it depends if we lose one or two next week, I guess. Um, but that those would be my picks, and I know obviously we, two of them have have the roses already. But uh, yeah, those that's that's my gut feeling. But uh, before I pass it off, Craig, the the meme that I posted on Facebook, or it's someone's tweet, Zach Kornfeld, and he says, "I didn't think it was possible, but after this Super Bowl and this election, dear God, Corinne is going to win the Bachelor." Isn't she? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe she'll be even final two just to keep us really hooked in because. <laughs> She's she's the goods on that show, man. Platinum, Vagine, and all. <laughs> I'm so glad Which we're going to see next week the, the whole... You... Well, not the whole thing, but... We don't actually get to see the Platinum Vagine. Ratings will be through the roof. <laughs> yeah. um, but that whole sequence where she's talking about it. So there should be some seduction, it sounds like, next week. Will she get blown off? Who knows? We'll it's, see what happens. It's funny because it seems like the way they edit it, too, at least from my perspective, it seemed like they were uh, editing it to make it seem like Nick's like about to leave the competition, and then Corinne's like, I know, I'll just go and bang him, <laughs> then he'll want to stay. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, back to life. Yes. <laughs> I've had a change of heart. I I think I should stay and really see this through. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Well, her, her heart is gold. Mm-hmm. But her vagine platinum. is platinum. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that we yeah. lose one next week. I don't think that we lose two next week. I think next week we lose. We, we're, we're losing one person per week the rest of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think it's what's I'm ready reasonable. to say goodbye to Danielle M. I think she she's seems like yeah, a, a, like a sweet yeah. person, but uh, she's 
She's just not bringing it on this show. That's all I'll say. She's just not. She's bringing one of those it. background girls, right? Where you're like, who yeah. is she again? So yeah. he's culling the herd of of those women. So it's now we're down to the personalities. Once we get rid of Danielle, and um, which yeah. sorry to say that sounds weird to say, but uh, yeah, I think she's she's got to go. She's next. These are the six right. women he was clearly most interested in, though, which is why he was so feverishly, you know. Yeah slicing throats this week for lack of a better term off the top of my dome piece um <laughs> well it comes down to the very same thing we were talking about last week is there were several different categories but the mm. the, the top category was rachel and vanessa mm-hmm. and those are the two he, he likes the most those are the two he has the biggest connection with and it's just a matter of everyone between now and when rachel and vanessa are left has to go so it's a matter of what order what the order of operations is there yeah yeah yeah, and Christine Raven, my my wife, man, I lost five bucks to her. I totally fell. I absolutely must admit that I lost five bucks to my wife, and I absolutely fell for the editing during the rose ceremony because they they, <laughs> they really made me feel like Raven was about to head home. And then I was like, oh, oh cause, and she because she had a bad week last week, right? Where, where she was she like, did. I love you. And then he was like, yeah. Yay. And then like high fived her or something awkward. Oh, God. And then I was like, oh, babe, I think she's going home. And then nope. And now she's got a rose and it's probably going to be in the final four. So don't I look quite the fool. <laughs> well, you're not. I mean, your 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 prediction or what you thought yeah. was going to happen is not out in left field. I mean, given how things were going, I mean, it was a reasonable expectation or thing to think that might happen. So, I mean, that's five dollars well lost, if you will. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a horrible prediction. So, kudos to your wife, though. Did did Raven and Christina uh, become dark based on on what happened? The not necessarily this well this week for Christina, but just Raven in general, Craig. Did they push themselves into the Bachelorette conversation as dark horses for you? Yeah. I, I, not so much Raven, but I think Christina could absolutely be the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I, think the, that she, yeah. I think that she'd be interesting, and I think that uh, there'd obviously be a good story there. And I think that, uh, I think that they, they, they could make Christina the Bachelorette and could do very well. Other than Danielle M. left, I would be fine with any of the the, the other five ladies, honestly, being the Bachelorette. Oh, you can't make Corinne the Bachelorette. But Corinne obviously <laughs> wouldn't be the Bachelorette. But No. If, <laughs> could you, could you imagine? imagine? They yeah. wouldn't need Chris Harrison. They could just bring Raquel, and she could be Chris Harrison. <laughs> oh, my God. Just give... Just <laughs> pass to anyone? <laughs> give Corinne her own Tila Tequila show. That's what I say. Like, <laughs> with Raquel as do host. It, yeah, but do it after she goes on, on Paradise, because I've still got to see Corinne in Paradise before, like... Like that, that dream must be lived. <laughs> that uh, sounds like it could be its own TV show. Corinne in paradise. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, other than Corinne, who from the season are you most excited for in paradise? I think I, I've got a pretty quick answer. Uh, Danielle pretty... L is my, is my first answer. Yeah. Cause she's absolutely headed to paradise. Cause the way they select paradise is the, both the men or the women from this season and the men from, uh, the, the, whatever upcoming, they do next. Yeah. Whatever they do next, they fill out like a top five. They would like to see in paradise. And I imagine Danielle L will be on quite a few of those cards hmm. just based on the fact that she was rather attractive. So <laughs> yeah, I, she, she'll be there. And you know, Corinne is obviously the, like the, dead Oh yeah. But, but Corinne's, the Corinne's a star. Uh, ja- Jasmine for me, Jasmine G I think. Yeah. Although on, she may have talked herself out of paradise with, with, the nonsense she had this week, but ah, I think that would add something to the mix. I mm-hmm. think that people would like that. Hashtag joke. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> joke. Also, Alexis, don't forget. Don't oh, forget shark. That's a that's a good point by you. Yeah. Alexis will be in paradise, and it will be awesome. Yeah. 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 
Definitely. And and Alexa should be there from the very start. Like, that's a girl. Oh, I agree. Yeah, she she needs to be in the opening credits in a dolphin suit. Like, do that, this yeah. is paradise. And she's wearing her shark suit that she <laughs> thought was a dolphin suit. But yep. whatever. Yeah, 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 definitely. Or she's at least holding, like, a toy dolphin or something. It, it just, it writes itself. She's got to be in the opening credits at some point. Especially now <laughs> that I know Ashley I is not going to be there. Still depressed about that. God yeah. dang it, man. Um. So I think that's it. Did we cover everything? Anything else you guys want to mention? I only we... want to ask you two, like, okay. who, what, what, what your power rankings are here. So if you mm. had to rank, like, the remaining candidates one to six as far as who Nick likes the most, what would your rankings be? I'm going to let Jess go first on this one. Oh, gosh. I feel like I need, like, to see their names all laid I'll out. Give you, okay, I'll give I you can... my, my six, and then, yeah. and then you guys can go okay. from there. I will say number one, Rachel. Yes. Number two, Vanessa. Also. Number agree. three, Christina. Mm-hmm. Four, Raven. Yes. Five, Danielle. Six, Corinne. Really, I see. The only thing I would flip there is I would put Corinne above Danielle. M. I think. I think Nick really. I. I, I mean, unless she just wows him with the platinum vagine right away. Corinne, Corinne might be the girl he takes that like I used to think this was going to be Danielle L Corinne might be in the final three like I can see her yeah. being a fantasy sweet girl now yeah totally yeah like like he might just give her the chance to use the platinum vagine to, <laughs> to bring it home but uh, will probably fall short I but, think that Corinne is one of those girls for him that he's like, mm, I shouldn't like you as much as I do, but I do. So it's like he's she's more of like the girl toy, whereas mm-hmm. Rachel and Vanessa are the serious contenders. You know, as right. as you guys were saying last week about the different classifications of the ladies, who's really serious and all of that. So I think that he has a soft spot for her or a hard spot for her. <laughs> it's like. Well so played. he shouldn't, and he logically knows that he shouldn't have her ranked as high as he does, but he does. Whether mm-hmm. that's for show editing purposes, that he knows how to play the game and he knows what they want. Um, but I think he genuinely probably has has a thing for her, and he's like, oh, I can't say goodbye to her. It's like an errant child that you can't say no to when they <laughs> want a cookie. But in this case, she's got whipped cream, and she wants to do naughty things to him. So, like, it's hard for him, I'm sure, to to turn that down. So, I think that she ranks maybe a little bit higher in the affection and soft spot area for him. But I, I generally agree with your rankings, Craig, there. I think that maybe Vanessa and Rachel are perhaps a little bit more in flux. Um, he had super strong date with Rachel, like we were saying in New Orleans yep. last week. So that's he's certainly riding high on that. I think so. Right now, that's probably where it is in my mind with Rachel first. But I think that that could flip easily because Vanessa really keeps his feet in the fire. You know, like she holds him to account. And she, I think that's good. I think he needs that to get out of this boyish phase of going through four seasons of Bachelor. So I think he could do well with that. So Nick feels the same way about Corinne that I feel about the Bachelor franchise in general, which is I shouldn't like this so much, but God damn it, I can't help myself. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's she is she's his little his little fling that he doesn't want to get rid of quite yet because she's fun and entertaining. And whereas the other girls are are very serious, which is what he supposedly mm-hmm. wants, right? She's a bit of fun where he can just go and goof around and bounce in a bouncy castle, you know, <laughs> where she's not asking really tough questions as much as she touts her emotional intelligence and maturity. <laughs> Taylor. 
popular um, and gets offended when someone questions it. Fair enough. I'm sure anyone would be offended by that. But like those conversations, they're not having that type of conversation together that he would with Rachel or Vanessa. It's much more fun. It's probably a nice little break for him to have those chats with her, whereas he's expending much more emotional energy with the other girls. Uh, yeah, because even by by virtue of, I, I honestly I think Corinne came off weirdly looking the best this week, by yeah. virtue of just going sideways. Because I felt like every other girl got really weird and then went down and then took an L, and then Corinne mm-hmm. didn't really take an L but stayed where she was in the power rankings by just virtue of, I'm just gonna drink and and have you know, what I consider to be fun and I'm yeah. not going to cry and be weird. And exactly. and by virtue of that, just kind of stayed pace. And that, you know, I feel like that kept her around for probably a week. Totally. Cause if there's anything I've learned, <laughs> the bachelor doesn't like to be questioned <laughs> about no. his motives. No. And no. so when there's someone that's just going to like go with the flow and be like, mm-hmm. Hey baby, let's jump in a bouncy castle. He's down for that. Yeah. Like, you know, because as much as he may need the holding to account that Vanessa or Rachel would provide, uh, you know, he still wants to have fun. He's on national television hanging out with a bunch of girls, yeah. right? So you it's want, You want to be kept yeah. in check when you're out of line, not every time you make a decision, right? Exactly. So, and and exactly. I think Nick's feeling the heat a little bit now. Um, I think. So, yeah, if that's it for this week. Um, Jess and Craig, thanks for, for coming back. And Thank you. we'll have to Thank do you. this again next week. And hopefully we get at least one. I, I'm on at least two more weeks with Corinne. I, I need Absolutely. at least two more weeks. So I'm, I'm hoping Me too. I'm hoping Nick takes her to the final three. Guys, and, guys, yeah. cats have nine lives. Bitches have two. Corinne can have as many as she wants. Yeah. As many as she wants. I love it. I love it. That's I, I can think of no better way to get out of here than than on that particular line. So with that said, crossover podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, Facebook.com slash crossover podcast. You can find us on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. And finally on soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. Uh, once again, thank you very much, guys, and we will talk to you next week. Hashtag joke.